Okay, we'll set your stuff up at the front of your mat, and we're going to start with uh, child's pose. So go ahead and come to kneeling with your big toes together. And sit back on your heels, bring your head down to the floor or a block, and rest your arms bent. And just relax into your hips and feel your breath. Draw your breath into your back. And use your breath to soften the muscles on your back. Stretch your arms forward, straightening your elbows. And then walk your hands to the right till your chest is above your right knee or almost above it. And with your hands, press your hips toward the left heel, but stretch your left side longer. Reaching through the left fingers. And then walking to the right or to the left, to the other side. Hands walk over, chest over or nearly over the knee. Hips press toward right heel, but reach your right side longer through the right fingers, opening the right ribs. And then walk it back to center. And then come up to your hands and knees and separate your feet. And then as you exhale, start to round your back, lifting your belly up, dropping your head and tailbone down. As you inhale, back bend, lifting your head and tailbone up. And then exhaling, round your back, scooping your belly into your back. And inhaling, back bend. Let your belly hang down so your lower back can arch. Exhaling, round, lifting out of your shoulders, spreading the shoulder blades wide apart. And inhaling, back bend. Sink the shoulder blades closer together. And exhaling, round. And inhaling, back bend. And then start circling the rib cage in a sideways circle. So you press your ribs to one side, up to the ceiling, out to the other side, and then scooping under. So you're basically rounding and back bending your back, but you're doing it in a side-to-side -side rocking pattern. Make the circle large. And then go the other direction. Keep your knuckles flat, every finger pressed flat. Forearms engaging. And then slow it down to a stop and a back bend, lifting your head and tailbone. And then exhaling, round your back. 
And as you inhale, back bend. Now stay with your back bend so the lower back stays arched. Inhale the right arm out and up. As you reach, turn your chest, keep the left shoulder in line with the left wrist so you're not swaying over. Then as you exhale, take that arm under the other arm, out to the side, bringing your shoulder to the floor, ear to the floor. And then inhaling, sliding back up, reaching the right arm up, turning your chest. Remember the lower back arch, so let the belly hang. And then exhale, thread the arm through, bring your shoulder to the floor. And then inhaling it back up, reaching, press into the hand on the ground to lift up more as you twist and exhaling, thread through. And then inhaling, sliding out and up, reaching up, lifting tall. And then put the hand back to the floor, keeping the arch in the back, lift the left arm. Turning your chest, really rolling your heart up and then exhaling, thread through. And then inhaling, sliding out and up. Rock your weight more into the inside of your supporting hand to turn more. And exhaling, thread through. And then inhaling, sliding out and up, reaching up. Turn your chest, arching the lower back. And exhale, thread through once more. And then inhaling, reaching it all the way back up. And then exhale the hand to the floor. Then do a back bend. Now keep your hips above your knees so that doesn't change. Slide your hands as forward as they'll reach as you let your chest come down, keeping the elbows straight for half dog, moving your heart towards your knees, and letting your belly, your chest, and your head hang to the floor. Press your shins down, the feet down to stabilize the lower legs. And then sliding your big toes together. Stay close to the floor as you sit back into a child's pose. When your hips come to your heels, roll up to sitting. On your heels, arms opening to the side. Arching in the lower back. And then bending your elbows, take the right elbow under, hooking, and bring the bottom fingers to catch the inside of your top hand. And then lifting the elbows up, move the hands a little forward, and breathe between your shoulder blades. Broadening the upper back. And then inhaling, open the arms. This time exhale, left elbow goes under. And then lifting the elbows, hands forward. Try to get the elbows about as level as the shoulders. And then hands more above the elbow. And then breathe. Try to expand the ribs a little more, expanding and lifting the breastbone. And then inhaling, opening the arms out. And then exhaling, slide forward till you're on your hands and knees, hands at the front of your mat. So you're at the very front end, then tuck your toes, downward facing dog. <coughs> Once you're in downward dog, step your feet a little wider than the width of your hips. And turn the heels out so the outer feet are parallel. And lift up through the hips, get tall. And then bend one knee, stretching your straight leg heel downward, trying to lift and spread those toes on the foot. 
and then switch legs. Other heel reaching, toes trying to lift and spread. Even if they don't actually move, try to move them as if they're going to lift. And then both legs reaching straight, both heels reaching down, toes on both feet trying to lift and spread. And then exhaling, come forward to upper push-up, shoulders over wrist, hips are as high as the shoulder, but draw your belly in, rounding the lower back. So you feel the abs engage. And then downward dog, rocking back. Exhaling, rock forward, upper push-up. And inhaling back. And then looking forward, bend the knees a little, step or jump to the front of your mat, bring the feet hip width apart, and place the feet so the outside edges are parallel. And then inhaling, lift up until your back is flat, sticking your chest out, hands on your legs, and then exhaling, fold down. Inhaling up again, flat back. And exhaling, fold. Inhaling. Bending your knees, lift your chest and arms up into chair pose. Weight back on the heels. So feel like someone's pulling your hips back and you're lifting your chest and arms forward. And then touching the blocks or floor, straighten out your legs. Then bending your knees again, lifting up. Lean into the heels, hips leaning back. Lift up, arms lift as chin drops. And then exhaling, touch the floor or block, straighten your legs. And then inhaling all the way up to standing with a flat back, arms out as you lift, coming up. Once you're up, grab your left wrist, reach and pull that side longer. And then sh shift the hips to the left and start to arch over to the right, making the left side long, right side short. And then bring it up, right wrist lengthening. Hips go right as you curve to the left. Keep both shoulders in line. And then bring it up. Reach through both arms into a little back bend. And then exhaling, chair pose. Bend the knees, touch the floor. And then as you lift the chest and arms, chin points down at the chest. And then exhaling, touch the floor block, straighten your legs. Here, then bending your knees, touch the floor next to your ankles, looking forward, step your left foot straight back, coming into a high lunge. Now, back leg straight, really reach that leg straight, have your hips as low as the front knee. And then place your right hand on your knee, and then stay up on the left fingers as you exhale, twist to the right, turning your pelvis, then the belly, and then the ribs. And then as you exhale, stretch your right arm alongside your body toward your hip. And as you inhale, take the arm up, over, and then as you exhale, take it down and back toward the hip. And just start circling the arm. As you inhale, it lifts up and over. Exhale as it goes down and back. Keep the back leg strong. Keep lifted on those left fingers so the legs are holding you more than the arm. And now reverse the arm circle so it's the other way. You're going forward, up, and back, and then around, down, and forward. Let your chest follow the arm by turning as you lift up and turning down as you go down.
and then the next sweep of the arm down, bring your hand back to the floor and step forward. And then take the right foot back for the other side. First, get the hips at knee level, back leg straight, and standing tall on your fingertips. Turn the right fingers out a little, and left hand to your knee. Then use your hand to help you twist to the left, and turning your pelvis, the belly, the ribs, back bending your head and shoulders. And then reach the arm alongside your body toward the hip. And then with the inhales, lift up and over. As the exhale happens, follow down and back. Again, the chest is following the arm. So as you lift, you turn up. And it turns down as your arm goes down. But stay strong by lifting your back thigh up away from the floor. Feeling like it's lifting. Especially as the arm is lifting up, take your head and shoulders a little more back so you really back bend and open the front chest. And now reverse the circle. Keep the lift of the back thigh so you almost feel like your butt's sticking slightly out. Sweep down to the floor, step into a downward dog. <clears throat> and then as you inhale, raise your right leg up, bend the knee and twist upward. And exhaling, bring it forward into a lunge so the foot comes up under the knee. <coughs> if you need to, help it up with your hand. Then put your back foot flat so the heels are hip width apart. Not on the same line, but the left heel is to the left, right one to the right. Turn the left foot deeply toward the front. Then bend your right knee so it stays over the ankle and come up to warrior one, lifting your chest. Keep bending the knee deeper. Bend more on the lift up, turning forward. Now interlace your fingers, turn your palms up. Straight arms. They won't straighten, move the hands forward a bit. But work on lifting your chest up and flattening the upper back. And so some of you, it's easy to be in this and just kind of fall back and kind of just collapse. Can you bring your heart like it's being pulled forward and then lift it up? So you're curving in the upper back as you bend into the front knee. And then exhaling all the way down, back to downward dog. And then inhaling the left leg up, bend and twist. And exhaling, bring it forward into the lunge. And set the back heel down so they're hip width again. See that you did turn your right foot so it looks at the corner of your mat, the front corner, where your eyes can see. Then as you slowly inhale, come up to warrior one. Then interlace your weird way, just switch the notches of the interlace over one, and then palms up and reach. Now, from here, lean your chest a little forward so that you're kind of over the front leg. Now, remember that half dog? Let your heart hang forward more and lift the arms upward. Then start to 
scoop your belly up into your chest. Suck in your belly a little, lifting up, and stretch up through the arms, through the inner edges. Dig down through the heels to give you more lift through the chest. Really puffing your chest upward. Turn your hips a little more forward as you lift, bending into the front knee. And then exhaling all the way down. Back to downward dog. Then inhale, upper push-up. And then exhaling, lower all the way down to your belly. Elbows into your sides. When you land, point your feet, placing your feet at the edges of the mat. Scoot your hands back under the elbows. And then squeezing your shoulders and elbows in towards the center, start to lift up to cobra, straightening the arms. Anchor the shins to the floor, toenails to the floor. Hands should end up under the shoulder once you're vertical. And then drawing your belly in, hands and knees. Then tuck your toes, downward dog. And then inhaling, raise your right leg up. Bend and twist. And then exhale forward. Keep your feet hip width apart, but the back heel pointed at the ceiling. So you turn the knee in to look more down. So the back foot, the baby toe is weighted as well. Now, draw your chest forward, flatten your back, look forward, then open your arms in a T-shape. But don't lift your chest off the leg too much. Then reach behind you, interlace your fingers, roll your shoulders back, stretch the arms back. Now keep reaching the back leg straight and start to come up with your chest, but nothing twisting. Keep everything straight ahead. Reach your arms toward the back heel, Draw your chest toward the front wall and a little upward. But watch that the front leg stays in one line, that it's not veering hip out, knee in, but it stays in one tracking line forward. And then exhaling all the way down, back to downward dog. And then inhaling, lift the left leg, bending and twisting up. And then exhaling forward into the lunge. Again, feet hip-width apart, and with the feet hip-width apart, keep the back heel turning up. Knee turning down, then flattening your back. Now, your hips are at knee level. If you're higher, it's going to be harder. Then lift your chest a little, open the arms, steady your balance. Flatten your back more. So lift your chest enough to flatten the upper back. Then interlace behind you, weird way. Shoulders back, chest open. Pull your chest forward. And keep it pulling forward as you start lifting up. Press into the front heel. Even lift the front toes a little bit to dig the heel. Anchor through that heel. Back heel facing up at the ceiling. And keep reaching the arms as you pull belly in, chest up. And breathe the ribs more open. Ears back over the shoulders. And then exhaling back down. Downward dog. Inhaling, upper push-up. Exhaling as you lower it down. Once you're on your belly, feet to the edges. Pointed feet, knees turned in. Hands are back under the elbows. So not the shoulders, but the elbows. Then rooting your shins and feet. Inhale, come up slowly to cobra. Straightening the arms. Knuckles flat, chest open. And then belly in, hands and knees, tuck your toes, downward dog. 
Reach through the arms and legs. Anchor the inner hands, really connecting there. Stretch up through the arms, through the torso, through the hips to get taller and longer. And then inhaling, raise your right leg up. Bend and twist. And exhaling, bring it forward into the lunge. Alright, so your front knee is over the ankle. Bring your back knee to the floor and scoot it as far back as you can, but don't change the front shin bone. Keep it vertical. Then point your back foot, move it to the left a little, just the foot. And then press your foot down like you do in Cobra, toenails, shin. And squeeze your hips down, but try to lengthen your chest forward. Then place your hands on your front knee. Keep the hips as low as they are and then start to peel up. So you're back bending in your back to bring your chest up. Good, then inhaling, lift the arms up. Keep the hips going down. And now grab the left wrist like we did in that side bend. Thumb looking back on the left. Reach and pull that side longer. And see if you can draw that left arm a little back. So you, without moving your head forward, chest moves forward, arms move backward, almost toward the backs of the ears. And then exhaling, release it down. Tuck your back toes, lift that knee, and then downward dog. And then inhaling, lift the left leg, bend and twist. Exhaling, bring it forward. First to the high lunge, then the low lunge. Back knee down. Scoot the right knee as far back as you physically can. Point the toes once you're there. Move just the foot to the right a little bit. Your left ankle is under your left knee. Don't let it be behind the knee. And then pressing your back foot down. Squeeze your hips lower. Draw your chest forward, flattening your back. Then keep your hips down, hands to the knee, and start to peel your chest up without the hips lifting. Breathe. Keep sitting down. Keep lifting the chest, belly pulled in and up. And then open the arms up overhead. This time you're grabbing right wrist, right thumb looks behind you. Straight arm, pull the arm straight and reach it straight. So get that arm longer and longer. And then move your upper back forward into your chest as you lift your chest and take the arms a little backward. But don't lean back, but just take the arms back. Breathe. Get more lift and length, straightening, reaching through that right thumb more. And then exhaling, release it down. Tuck the back toes, lift the back knee, then downward dog. Inhale, upper push-up. Exhale, lower down, keeping the shoulder blades and elbows squeezing in. When you land, feet at the edges. Toes pointed, knees turned in. Hands under the elbows, so scoot back enough. And then shoulder blades, elbows in, lift it up. Cobra, flattening toenails. Once you're up, with the hands under the shoulders, squeeze your shoulder blades towards your spine. So. Take your shoulders away from the front wall toward the back wall. And then belly in, hands and knees. Tuck your toes, downward dog.
breathe. Lengthen through the arms, lengthen through the legs. And then looking forward, slightly bend your knees, step or jump to the front of your mat. So the feet are hip width apart, outer edges parallel, using the blocks if needed under each hand. And then inhaling, lift up to a flat back. And exhaling, fold. Inhaling up to a flat back, pull the kneecaps up, stick your tailbone up. And exhaling, fold. Inhaling, lifting up again, flat back. And exhaling, fold. Don't let your knees lock, but instead use your legs, bringing your hips over the ankles. So unlock the knees just a little. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Breathe. Relax your neck and relax your head. Every fingertip should be touching something and keeping the legs straight. Press your thumbprints into what you're touching. And without your hands turning, bend the elbows an inch or two. Try to draw the sides of your ribs down as you draw the inner ankles, inner arches up the inside of your legs. Feel your breath. And then bring your hands onto your hips. And drawing your shoulders back, lift up to standing, coming up with a flat back. Once you're up, release your arms. All right, how are we feeling? Warmed up a little? All right, okay. So here's what we're, you're gonna do. Um, let's see how we can do this, make it quick. All right, just take your, you're gonna use your sticky mat. Um, let's just, Take all of your stuff to find if, find a spot at the wall. Bring all your stuff. We'll just do that. It'll be quicker and easier. So just find a spot at the wall. Don't hoard the whole wall for yourself. So just you don't need a whole lot of space. Just a little bit of space between the mat. You need to set your props out in front of your mat so they're not in the way. Okay. Everybody have room? Okay. Becca, do you mind demoing the walking feet up the wall? That L shape. All right, so just watch. I think most of you know this, but just a refresher. You're going to come to kneeling, facing away from the wall. Feet are tucked at the wall. Hands are about... Legs length. Now, one way to judge it is with the hips over the knee, feet at the wall, hip over knee, shoulder over wrist. Usually that's a rough estimate. That'll be where you put the hands. That's another way to look at it. So then she's going to first flatten her upper back down so she gets that flatness. Then do a down dog with bent knees. So the chest moves to the wall. And she keeps rooting her hands and moving the chest one foot to hip level. A little higher than that. Yeah, right there. And she keeps moving the chest, then she can just stop there or she can do the second leg. And with both knees bent. So chest to wall, hips away from wall. And if she wants here, she can straighten her legs. So the hips move away from wall, chest still toward the wall. So she ends up being more vertical here. Mm -hmm. 
If your feet feel like they're going to slide, the chest has to move more toward the wall. All right, and then to come down, bend the knees and step one foot at a time. Does that make sense? Okay, all right. Take one minute or less and give that a shot. Okay? If you have a question, ask me, but we're only going to spend a minute on it. So you can do one or both legs. And if you do both, you can go with bent or straight legs. <coughs> but you first do a down dog. Make sure that that happens first. And when you come down, rest in a child's pose. But make sure you come down before you lose your energy. So you come down with energy. Closer, but you can just walk your feet higher up the wall. And when you come down to rest, rest your head. So put your feet at the wall on your hands and knees. Think hands and knees. Now do a down dog. Now take one foot up the wall as high as you can stretch it. Pick one foot up. And wiggle it up as high as you can. You can go a little higher. Then you just move toward the wall and you just do one leg at a time. All right, come down and rest. We're going to do it again. All right, and sit up for a moment. How did that first one go? Okay. All right. All right, so you can do that again. If that was enough challenge, then do that again. For those of you who. I'll use this mat. For those of you who want to go a little further and it's not out of your reach to at least attempt this. If you don't feel strong enough in that one, then don't bother with this. But you can do a down dog, be an inch or two away from the wall, and you're in down dog. Then you're going to step one foot forward. You're going to look between your hands. You find a focal point, and then you will rock a little forward and back. And you might just do that, just to rock and hop. And then if you're feeling strong and you want to really try for it, as you rock, you kick and you come up to the wall. You squeeze your legs together and then you push up off the wall, off the floor to lengthen up. So the hips are not on, just the heels. So don't crash on the wall. And this is the full handstand. You may not get here. It doesn't matter if you do. But if you attempt it, make sure you can keep the arms straight. If you can keep them straight, you'll be fine. Bending is where you get into the riskiness. Because bending means more weight for you to fall down and easier for you to collapse on your face. Makes sense? So if anyone's feeling that that's an appropriate adventure to go on today, then you can do that. Now take a minute to do what you did before or do this one. Point to it with one finger. Where is it? Yes. Right there. Okay. And then... Would you be willing to try something before we go to that, just to see if that will alleviate it? Turn your hands completely out, so the middle fingers, like that. And now see if you move your hands as far as you need to from the wall, and then try it like that. And if that doesn't work, I'll, I'll watch too and see. Child's pose when you're done. But keep looking th toward your hands, through the thumbs, when you kick up, if you're kicking.
How's that doing with your wrist there? Okay. Now look toward the floor. Flex your feet. Squeeze your legs together. Bring them to the left a little bit. Bring your feet to the left a little bit more. Yeah, right there. Now pull your hips off the wall. The heels stay on. Good. All right. Come down and rest if you haven't yet. All right, and slowly come up to sitting. How was that one? For those of you who tried the, the full one. <laughs> All right, take one of, one of your blankets. Open it from the square shape once, so it's just what I call the basic fold. And you're going to put it so it goes across your mat, but have some of it going up the wall. So there's some on the wall, some on the floor. And then kneel, facing away from the wall again, feet at the wall. And let's see. Let's see if this might be easier. Can you all see me from over here to get an idea? So what you'll do is you'll be kneeling. So kneel down like this. Right. And then you're going to slide your left knee. It's on the floor, but it's to the wall. To foot points up. The knee on the floor, but all the way up against the wall. So your shin's flat against the wall. Now walk your hands over to your left a little. And then wiggle your right foot up into a lunge. And then bring your hands to either side, both sides again. So you're in a lunge, but the back knee is going to be bending. Okay, the feet are, the back knee and the front heel are hip width apart. You'll, you might find this is enough, but hands are on both sides once you're there. And your job here is just to gently squeeze the hips toward the floor. You can press your foot lightly into the wall, but lift and lengthen your chest. Okay. Now, if this is enough, stay here because it only gets worse. Right. If you can go further, you come up on your knee and you peel your chest up, but the hips stay down. It's more intense. So if, it's not a, if you come up and it's too much, come back down. And start to lift your chest if you're in the second stage. Keep sinking into the hips. And then bring your fingers back down. Come to the inside. Wiggle that foot back. And then bring the right knee to the wall. Shin up the wall. So that the shin is flat. And then bring your left foot up into the lunge. Wiggle the left foot enough forward so the ankle is underneath. And then as you sit the hips down, if your knee goes over the toes, you can wiggle the foot more forward so that you stay vertical shin. But stand tall on your fingertips so you get more lift in the chest. Breathe. How intense is this? One to ten, ten being the most, what would you rate it? Four, eight, six, half. So we got four, we got eight, we got six and a half. So you see, for each person, it's a different experience. 
So if you can go to the next stage, hands on the knee, come up to the knee. And you might find that one side's an eight, one side's a six. You know, that's, that's kind of the uh, interesting thing about having two sides of the body is one side can be tighter. So try to lift your chest if you're on the knee. If it becomes too much on the knee, you come back to the floor. So that's called respecting what's happening, listening to what's happening. So if you need to come down, you do. Otherwise, you keep lifting the heart. You keep sinking the hips. You stay with your breath. One more breath. And then slowly bring your fingers down then to the inside of your front leg and then slip the left foot back to come onto the knees. And then turn around and face the wall. You can take the blanket out, but turn your hands completely out so that you put the sides of the index finger and thumb against the wall. So like that. So that you're touching the wall. And then do a down dog with your hands against the wall like this. Try to keep the fingers spread as much as you can, but palms flat, you just turn the hands, the sides of the fingers touch. Okay. And then downward dog. Toes tucked, knees up, walk back. Just a different way of doing down dog, but your thumbs are spread. Don't have your thumbs smushed against the index. There should be that space, that L shape open. Press the floor and the wall, and as you do, Firm your forearms toward each other and also firm your shoulder blades more into your back, toward the chest, firming against the back. And breathe that way. Yeah, like that. Both hands. Try to lengthen through the hips, reach to the legs. Use the legs to pull you away from the wall more. Now, keeping the legs as straight as you can, walk your hands back towards your feet slowly, keeping your head down, looking toward your kneecaps till you're in a standing forward bend, bending the knees if you need to. <coughs> but try to keep the legs as straight as possible in the process. And then bring your hands up onto your hips. Draw your shoulders and elbows back. With a flat back, come all the way to standing. All right. How was that? Okay. So, let's see. I want to do this next one. Let's see how many chairs do we have? All right. So, if you're if you're looser and I know a few of you are, then I don't want you getting a chair. But if you if you're stiffer bending backward, kind of like what we've been doing, Grab one of the folding chairs. I think there's like six of them. All right, so four of you won't. Are there more folding ones? Okay, then great. Then you can do... Are they in this? Okay. So if we can all have a folding chair, it'd be great. So... <coughs> So, all right, so we've got how many chairs total? I can check. I'll check the MTL off. All right, if it's, if it's convenient, you can do that. But if it's going to be a problem, we won't have to worry about it. 
Or how many more chairs do we got? Left? That's per that's actually actually even better. That I had them attempt to break them out at one point. These are actually what you call yoga chairs. So, does anybody else let's see? Who else? Okay, so you two are, I know we're flexible. I haven't seen your back bends yet. All right, so what you're going to do is unfold your chair. Put the chair so that the back of the chair is against the wall. Back legs are against the wall. Okay. You got one. Okay. All right. All right, so and you can, you can use that one, I guess. All right, so here's what you're going to do. Um, anybody willing to demo for us? Okay. All right, so since you don't, that would be good because you don't have a chair. So go ahead and sit here. So this is how you're going to do this. You're going to sit on the floor. Uh-huh. And what you'll do is sit and nudge your hips as far back as you can so you're really up against the chair and it kind of presses the chair. Then you're going to put your feet kind of back as far as you can, feet a little wider than the hips. Then you're going to start to back bend over the chair a little bit. Take your arms back and try to grab the back rest on the sides so that you're like that. Then you draw the elbows in. Now, keep in mind that you may not be able to bend in this shape. You may not be this bendy. That's fine. If you can't reach the backrest, no matter how hard you try, slide a block under your butt to lift you up some. Okay? So then you're going to do that, and then we'll do the next stage. So what you'll do is you're going to squeeze the elbows in. That's key so that your arms are not popping out. Then she's going to lift her hips up and let her upper back rest on the seat of the chair. All right, so this is this, this stage maybe where you stop. And then what she's going to do here, she can walk her feet out a little bit forward so she has more. Uh -huh. Now, what you'll do is you're going to, from here, press the chair into the wall. See, and it probably will already be like that, but press it even more. And when she's pressing toward the wall and toward the floor, what she's going to start doing is lifting her chest and start to push upward toward an upward bow. Okay? Now, again, she's very bendy, so you may not look like this. But what you want is think, can I lift the heart straight up to the ceiling to get the armpits more open so that the chest is what's opening more, that you're getting more flatness in the upper back so that when it's as flat as possible, then the lower back won't be overly extended. Okay? To come back, she'll bend the elbows. She tries to slide her head and shoulders back on the chair, and then the hips come back straight down like that. Okay? Does this make sense? So if you can't reach back for the chair, you put a block under your hips to help you be able to get back there. And if that doesn't work, then call me over. I'll help. So go ahead and get to the point where you're sitting. You're there. Those of you who don't have chairs, you're going to put your hands up against the wall so that the... And actually, it would be best actually if you do it this way. So you won't smash your nose. And do this too. Put the blocks like that. You're going to put your hands actually up on the blocks. Let's do that. Put your hands up on the block. Alright, so go ahead and get to there. And you're going to put your hands and hold the blocks. with your Yes, just perfect, just like that. Alright, so lift your hips. You might have to lift your hips a little to reach back. If you're not bendy enough to do it sitting. But get to the back rest of the chair with your hands, lifting your hips if you need to to get there. And then once you're set, holding the back rest, lift the hips just to where you're like in a tabletop. Your upper back's resting on the seat of the chair. Take your feet a little wider than the hips. The feet are flat. Elbows in. Then 
Press toward, without lifting your chest yet, press the chair toward the wall and down toward the floor. You might find moving your hands lower on the chair, backrest or higher might help. Then press in, into the, keep pressing and now lift your hips up, chest up, try to lift and straighten the arms. But chest to ceiling, go upward toward the ceiling using the arms and legs together. Can you get to that first stage? Okay, so from here, lift your hips. Just lift your hips. Let your head come to the chair. And now bring the elbows in and just push the chair. Just, all, just do that much, pushing it toward the wall. Like you're trying to push it that way. When you need to come down, come down and rest for a moment. All right, how was the first one? Interesting. All right, again, place your hands on the chair, lift to that first stage where your upper back's on the chair. And then I'll, from there we'll go together as a group. So get to that stage. So turn your thumbs down off the block. Good, all right, now elbows in, press lift from your shoulder blades. Think shoulder blades, puff the chest up and open and then lift up again. Straighten the arms, reach, elbows straightening, lifting. Now try to lift the heels wherever you are and try to lift the chest and hips higher up. And move the chest a little bit more toward the wall even though you're lifting upward. And then bring it back slowly. Head back to the chair, shoulders back to the chair and then slowly coming down. All right, and just pause and rest. Interesting with the chair, isn't it? Okay. All right, one more. Place the hands and go up. Just take the next um, half a minute to a minute to do it on your own once more. But really try to get the lift. Some of you, you're getting up nicely, but the elbows are still bending. You're pressing away from the wall and up. If you feel stuck, walk your feet a little away from the wall. Walk your feet out. And see if you can lift up a little more and straighten the arms. And use your legs more. And once you're up, look up at your chest. Tuck your chin in a little look. And now stretch up higher. Elbows straighter. Chest lifted. Then keep that lift and let your head fall back to look more at the ground. Good. And then bring it all the way back to the chair and then back to the floor. All right. How was it? Not bad? All right. All right, so now come to kneeling. So you did those back bends. They were really deep. So now we're going to do a lesser back bend to uh, move away from that bend in the back. So now come to kneeling and just face away from the chair. And slide your shins under the chair, but have your feet as knees as feet and knees the same width or so. But you want to kind of scoot in, but be able to stand up on your knees. And then you two can do the same thing. Just turn the blocks beside your feet. All right. So you're stand and then stand up on your knees. So you're up against the chair as far as you can, but be able to be up on your knees. All right. 
Now, pressing your feet down, your shins down, the hips will feel the chair seat. And that's the point. So it's there to kind of give you a support. Then from here, start to lift your chest and touch the seat of the chair. Just turn your hands and hold on to it, like from the side. Then lift your chest, puff the chest up. Keep the legs really pressing the floor. Then start to lean back a bit more. And you, those of you with the chair, you walk back toward the legs of the chair, toward where the back leg is. See if you can reach. Don't go inside the chair. Go on the outside. Then you keep lifting your chest. And then you can walk down the back legs of the chair or the front legs, but you're going into camel pose. So you're starting to curve back. You're walking as if you were going to come down to your feet. And for those of you who can bend far enough, your head would be able to rest on the backrest. You just have to be able to curve that far. If you're not, don't force it to come there. But the arms will walk down toward the floor on the legs of the chair. Good, and then slowly bring it back up. How was that one compared to the other one? It was what? More intense. Where was it more intense? Lower back. All right, try it again. Where you're going, you're going for going into the pose. You're trying to curve back, and in essence, you're going into this shape. You're trying to go back for the feet and keep the chest lifted. So try to, when you go back, keep the chest lifting. Breathe. Soften your breath. If your head re makes it to that backrest, don't have your chin facing the ceiling by throwing it up, but let your head rest back, like a headrest almost. Can you let your head, chin, chest, look? No, let your, yeah, like that. How's that on your breath? Better on your throat. Isn't it? Huh? Good, and then when to come up, lift from your heart, go upward. Good. All right, now come up off the chairs and then face the chairs. And I'll show you this one. So you know Cobra, right? It's less deep than those were. Here's Cobra with the chair. So you're going to hold the edges of the chair like this. You're going to walk back. This is actually down dog with the chair. But you're going to come forward and you're going to try to bring your hips to the chair or you can be off of it and you can do it toes pointed I don't like as much but you can do it pointed but tucked and you're going to shoulders back try to bring your chest to the wall shoulders away from the wall does that make sense? So you're going to come forward your pelvis is going to come toward the chair to rest okay that makes sense? the problem with this is the chair seats aren't as wide enough to accommodate everyone's individual shoulder width so once you get into it, you may have to bend the elbows out a little and then pull your chest in front of the arms before you re-straighten. Uh, but shoulder blades squeeze in. You're trying to use your legs to move your chest to the wall. Chest draws to the wall, but your arms are trying to help pull the shoulders back. Mm -hmm. Press into the chair to lift tall, to stand tall. and then move back and do that down dog I kind of show briefly with the chair <clears throat> and then come forward into 
that cobra again. It's actually more of an up dog. And on this, you can turn the hands out the whole 90 degrees. And that way, for your wrist, it won't bend this to jam in that spot. Good. Back to the down dog. We'll do it once more we've, since we're doing things in threes. And then come forward once more. Really squeeze the shoulder blades closer. You might have to bend the elbows, like I said before, bend them out, and then coil the ribs forward and then re-straighten the arms. And then slowly come back to that down dog. <clears throat> and then walk toward the chair enough for you to bend your elbows and rest your forearms in the chair. And then the two of you at the wall, just put your forearms, you can either put them against the wall or, actually let me show you, I'll show you all a different one. Here, do this. Take your feet about as wide as your mat. Put your hands to the floor. All the way to the floor, go all the way down. Now tuck your head in, now walk your body to the wall till your back's against it. And then just lean your back to the wall, but straighten your legs. Does that feel good? Feel good? And if you can't reach the chair with your head, you can bend the knees a little bit, but keep the feet parallel. Close your eyes a bit and let them soften. And then slowly come up. All right, then sit in the chair. And then what, what you two can do is one of you can take that chair and then one of you can take this chair. So sit in the chair and just sit at the front edge of the chair. Take your feet wider than your hips and turn the feet out. Remember this pose we've done before? That one? All right. So think of that almost. And you're sitting at the front edge, but just don't turn the feet too much out, just a little, knees facing there. Then. Just kind of lean forward and put your elbows on your knees. So it's not as wide as this, but you're kind of like this. You're kind of almost like you're sitting on the bleachers or something. And then when you feel ready, start to let yourself come down and hold the elbows to hang down between the legs. So that's why you want to be at the very front. Your legs are as much off the chair seat as possible, so just the hips are supported. And you just let the weight be in the the hips to support you on the chair, but gravity is releasing your spine down. Let go of your neck and your head. 
Now slowly place your hands on your knees, but stay hanging down. And use your hands to help lift your chest back up. Walk your feet together, knees together. And then just from here, kind of remember chair pose. You're in a chair, so it's fitting, right? So now just use your, uh, use your right hand to kind of help you twist your pel like twist the pelvis so the left knee comes forward. And hook your left elbow outside the right knee. So you're twisting to the right. And once you've hooked, see if you can just stretch your left side more over to that side so you kind of really get over there. And then take your free hand, the right hand, and if you can, you can either hold the back of the chair or you could hold your hip or whatever, but try to work the twist. But keep the knees straight ahead, letting the left knee slide forward so that the pelvis is turning with you. I like to stretch the left arm in a, down toward the floor, but staying on the outside of the leg. And the way to do that is to think the left shoulder blade is going to slide down your arm toward the floor and you turn your heart up away from the floor. Does this feel nice? And then to come out of this, just slip your arm around the front of the knee so you face the legs and then slip onto the other side. Memorize these chair poses because you can do them when you're sitting in a chair, any kind of chair, unless it's a rolling chair, then back it up against a wall. But hooking the right arm across, pelvis is turning, so the right pelvis is forward or the left. The left hand is on the backrest or the hip. And as you soften your belly, just turn, using gravity to help release the right shoulder blade, the shoulder down so the twist comes freely. And then slip the arm around the front of the knee. Lay on your legs. And then place your hands on your knees to help sit you up. Okay. All right, so Shavasana. Here's how we're going to do it. Go ahead and take your blankets. And you're going to take one blanket. You're going to come off the chair for this pose. So go ahead and come off for a second. And what I think feels really, really nice is take a blanket, open like this, place it like that. Take a second blanket and have it here. What you'll do is have your hips here, your torso, and then your head will be supported by the extra blanket. And you're going to put the shins in the chair. Now, those of you who have the folding chairs, you can slip your feet under the backrest so that your shins can fully feel supported. Okay? And that'll be how we do our relaxation. But I like to do it with the legs in the chair so the hips are back enough that the weight feels like the shins are heavy on the chair. So if you put the hips way under the seat of the chair, you won't feel like they're um, being supported. But you want to feel that the shins have the support of the chair. Have the support under your neck and head. If you have a third blanket, if you had a third one, then you can just throw that across your belly to help increase the relaxation response. 
And those of you with the folding chair, just slide your feet as far apart as they'll go and then let them relax. I don't know if this will feel good for you, but point your feet. See if you can just let them hang there. I don't know if that feels good or not, but if it does, you can do that. Adjust your neck and head so the back of the neck is long, so the forehead is a little tilted toward the chest. And you can rest the arms wherever is most relaxing on the belly or overhead or out away from your sides. And those of you who put the blanket on the belly, you might put it so it's more on the soft part of your abdomen and not on your chest so that it's more supporting there. Yeah, you can do that too. Huh? And even if you put your hands on that blanket, that'll put some more weight. And that's a nice thing, like if you would do that at when you're sleeping at night before bedtime, it helps to calm you down. And so for relaxation, just simply begin to relax. Focus on softening your belly with the exhalations and letting your back feel the support of the blanket underneath you.
fingers and your toes. And then slide your arms overhead and reach through your arms. And then relax. And slowly slide your knees into your chest. And if you'd like, gently hug them in. And then on an exhalation, roll over to your right side. your arms to slowly come up to sitting and join your hands together in front of your heart. Bow your head. Namaste.